On today's Moment in Time, we'll be looking at the history of one of the most popular video games of all time. Near the end of the Cold War, there were very few things that were universally loved and appreciated. Coca-Cola, Levi's jeans, and Tetris. The game's story begins in 1984 at the Soviet Academy of Sciences, where a software engineer named Alexei Pajitinov created a game using shapes made of four squares which fell from the top of the screen and had to be fitted together to clear lines. He called the game Tetris, combining the Latin prefix tetra, meaning four, with the name of his favorite game, tennis. He shared the game with two of his colleagues, Dmitry Pavlovsky and Vadim Gerasimov, who converted the software for use on an IBM PC. It was widely shared in the Soviet tech community, and a copy made its way to Hungary, where it was displayed in an exhibit at the Hungarian Institute of Technology. There it came to the attention of the owner of Andromeda Software, Robert Stein, who immediately sought the rights to distribute it. Because Pajitinov had created the game while in the employ of the Soviet Academy, he did not own the copyright. That fell to the hands of a newly created Soviet agency, Elorg. They licensed the game to Stein for use on PCs, and then he arranged for its production and distribution through two companies, Mirrorsoft and Spectrum Holobyte. Despite the fact that his license was only for PC use, he was sure console and arcade permissions were soon forthcoming, so he okayed Mirrorsoft working with Sega and Atari for a console version. Spectrum Holobyte worked with a company called Bulletproof Software to produce a version for Nintendo. All of the work beyond the initial licensing to Stein was done without the knowledge of Elorg. In 1987, Hank Rogers of Bulletproof Software sought a new license to produce Tetris for a new device, Nintendo's Game Boy. He tried to work with Stein, but the latter was evasive, and so Rogers decided to go directly to the source. When he met with people from Elorg, they were furious at the discovery that the game had been spread beyond the initial licensing. Elorg threatened to pull all of the licensing until Rogers convinced them of the potential for profits and got permission from Nintendo to cut them a substantial check as proof of Nintendo's confidence in the game. Elorg gave Nintendo exclusive rights for both console and handheld versions of Tetris. This prompted a legal battle between Nintendo and Atari, which Nintendo eventually won, forcing Atari to destroy the nearly 100,000 copies of the game they'd already produced and turning the few that now still exist into valuable collector's items. Nintendo used their newly acquired rights to produce one of the most popular games of all time for their original NES system, selling 5.6 million copies. They also included a copy with every Game Boy sold between 1989 and 1991, helping to popularize the new handheld system and also making the game accessible to even more people. The Game Boy version sold 35 million copies worldwide. In the process of negotiating the game rights, Hank Rogers and Alexei Pajitinov became fast friends. Rogers sponsored Pajitinov's immigration to the United States in 1991. Pajitinov gained the rights to his creation in 1997 and co-founded the Tetris Company with Rogers. As of this recording, versions of Tetris have sold nearly 200 million copies since the original IBM version in 1986. I'm Christina DeClerc Zalagi, and this moment in time is a production of Delta College Broadcasting in collaboration with Delta's History Department. <laughs>